T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's a grand slam. You bet. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Touchdown, Kansas City. KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. Matt Pauley with you. We are continuing to discuss the DeMar Hamlin situation from last night. Also keeping you updated on what's going on with the St. Louis Blues. The second period, it is uh, just getting underway, and the Blues just scored again. So they have a 3-1 to one lead now. And again, we'll keep you updated on that as we go along. One hour down, one more to go. We got an interesting phone call a few moments ago, and the, the caller did not want to uh, go on the air with his comments. I think he was self-aware enough to realize that the comments probably would not sit overly well with the vast majority of people who are listening to this program. I've always said, you don't have to agree with me. Like you want, you want to come on the air. You want to disagree with me. That's, that's totally fine. Let's be cordial. Let's be respectful. Let's have a conversation. I'm fine with people disagreeing with me. Uh, But what the caller called in, And his point was they should have played the football game last night, that people have cardiac incidents all the time. It's not a completely rare thing. I believe Matt Pajeski, did he say that if it happened to a UPS driver, that it would not, uh, you wouldn't stop having UPS deliveries. So why would you stop a football game? I don't think that's an apples to apples comparison. I, I can understand like how he gets to that point, but I, I first off, I disagree with it. Uh, second off, I think there's a few things that he's not considering. Thing number one, Matt, like not to be not to be rude to you, but if something happened here in the studio while we were doing the show, and I thought you were going to die. I'm, I'm I'm not finishing the show. I'm Thank just you. not. I'm not. Maybe I'm. Maybe that's a bad job by me. Like we we had that day where you went into anaphylactic shock here. 
Your life was never on the line. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and you still went on the air, you jerk. Uh, I was really, like, flustered that day. I was startled. It was an uncomfortable day. I don't. It probably wasn't a very good show. Like I was, it was not a comfortable day for me. Uh, how do you think I felt? It, probably pretty bad because you spent the night at the hospital. I knew you weren't going to die. I knew you were going to be okay because I gave you Benadryl. <laughs> no, Sudafed. Sudafed. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to help in some way, and you can't breathe, so give you something, whatever. That's neither here nor there, but yeah. My wife made fun of me so much for that. You couldn't breathe, so I gave you all I had in my bag was some Sudafed. I was like, well, maybe this will open up an airwave. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on the radio. Anyways, if if you had a cardiac event in the middle of our show, I'm not finishing the show. I'm just not. I can't, I would not be in the mental space to do it. So when people out there say, oh, they should have just kept playing the football game. You got all these dudes, 52 other guys who, and in sports, I, I think we, I think we overuse like the family thing and the brotherhood thing. Like that's it, the it's, it's sports cliche. Your, your, your coworkers who spend a lot of time with each other. The difference being is there's, there's a level of physicality that kind of makes it feel like. There, you know, you're not going to battle, but it kind of feels like you are. So there's this closeness that exists because you're putting your body on the line, and you have to do that for for the person who's standing next to you. So it's we use terms like brotherhood, we use terms like family to try to describe what's going on. But you spend a lot of time with each other. I always talk about this in baseball. Baseball is a, a weird deal because. It's an all-day, everyday sort of thing. You get to the ballpark early as a player. You're in the clubhouse. Like that's why that's why chemistry matters so much. I think in baseball because you're spending so much time with your teammates, and it doesn't. It's not to that extent in football, but it's it's somewhat like that in football. And you you're sitting there, and something that happened in a football game, which was supposed to happen in a football game. What happened when DeMar Hamlin got hit, that was a standard multiple times per game over and over and over happening thousands of times over the course of an NFL season type hit. There was nothing. There was nothing remarkable about that play. It was and that's what makes it a little bit more scary because you see that play over and over and it just happened to come at probably the exact right moment where it had a catastrophic effect on Demar Hamlin's body. You're telling me that for all these guys who watch this who don't know if this guy is going to live that they should go back out and keep playing football? Give me a break. Give me a break. I can't disagree with anything more strongly. I I almost wish that caller would have stuck on the phone. Like at first when when I heard we had that call and he may, he was th- he was thinking about coming on the air. I was like, I'll just let him say his piece and I'll I'll, I'll move on from there and say why I disagree. Like I'd almost want to have a conversation with him. 
I, I, I feel bad for him, to be perfectly honest with you. There's the empathy that doesn't seem to exist there bothers me a little bit. And maybe I'm taking this too far. But there are a lot of people on that football field who didn't know if someone they are very close with was going to live or was going to die. And right now, we really still don't know that. Sounds like it's getting better. I know there is some worry about what kind of damage might have been done to his body during the two times that his heart wasn't beating. That's scary. But at least it seems like things are moving in an upward direction. But he's still in intensive care. He's still in critical condition. He's not even close to being out of the woods. And that just happens right in the middle of a game. And you're making the argument that you should keep playing the game? No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. And, you know, for that person who called, I don't know what they do for a living, but if if the if they work with people and the person next to them, somebody that they spend every single day with, if that person all of a sudden in the middle of their work day just goes down and you think there's a good chance that they're going to die and you're going to say, oh, I'm just going to go along with my work day. I'll just continue to make sales calls. I'll continue to make my deliveries. I'll continue to do this. I'll continue to do that and not be impacted by it. No. And the other side of that is, like, let's go all high school football on this. The way you get injured in football, and I didn't play. I was a horrible high school football player, but I did play high school football. The way you get injured in football is by not going full bore. It's when you're kind of passive. It's when you're just sort of out there and going through the motions that something happens and you end up getting injured. You want a bunch of some of the best athletes walking the face of the earth who can run as fast as anybody, who have tons of weight on them. You want those guys out there playing kind of in a not totally 100% locked in kind of way. That makes it a really dangerous situation, even more so. Even a football game as is dangerous. That makes it that much more dangerous. They should have never, and they didn't. They should have never continued to play that game. Now the NFL, the NFL has. I don't know what the NFL is doing. <laughs> they uh, they say they're not going to resume the game this week. Okay, then you're not going to resume the game. Like, that's the fun. When are you going to resume the game? If you haven't noticed, this upcoming week, we this upcoming weekend's worth of games, it's the final weekend of the NFL regular season. And then the next weekend is the playoffs. Why? In, in what world does the NFL say, you know what, we're going to issue a statement that says the game will not be resumed this week, but also not close off the idea of it being made up? Of course it's not going to be made up. Of course it's not. You're, and you can't move. Or somebody out there is going to say, well, you know, just just play it this weekend and start the playoffs a week late. You can't do that. You can't do that. The TV uh, schedules, you can't do that. Super Bowl schedule, you can't do that. You're not going to do that. So they're not going to play the game. So why make the announcement that they're not going to resume the game this week? What are you trying to do? Just It goes down as a no contest, and you move on from there. This is not the first game that's going to be missed in the history of sports. It's not the last game that's going to be missed in the history of sports. It's not that big of a deal. 
Both teams are headed to the postseason. Just, you're fine. Don't, you're, you're overthinking things. The statement that the NFL issued today was as much overthinking things as anything. And I hope to God they better not pull something like, well, the game wasn't played, so we're not going to pay you. Remember they did that with COVID stuff? Where if you missed a game due to COVID reasons, they said you weren't going to get your game check? I If... If the NFL were to pull that move, if the Bills and Bengals are informed that players are not going to receive their game checks for this week because the game was deemed a no contest, at that point, if I'm the NFL Players Association, I walk out and I say, we are never playing another game. None of our players are ever playing another game until Roger Goodell is no longer the commissioner. We're done. That's what I would do if I was the NFLPA, if the NFL tries to pull that move. They better not. I haven't heard anything about that. That's just me spitballing, but I do remember, I absolutely remember that the NFL said that if you missed a game due to COVID, that they were going to withhold game checks. Uh, so I could, as as much as the NFL likes to do things in their own kind of ways, I absolutely could see them all of a sudden issuing some sort of memo. Oh yeah, by the way, Bills and Bengals, you're not going to get paid for that week. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, one of my favorite uh, people to talk football with, former NFL tight end uh, Ed Smith. We'll get his thoughts on what went down yesterday and whether or not it was handled correctly. We'll do that next. It's Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's men's Billikens basketball Wednesday night as they take on UMass. Catch the action here. Pre-game 617, tip at 630. On your home for Billikens basketball, KMOX.
Sports Open Line rolls on here on KMOX. That Blues game is officially drunk, by the way. Three goals in a minute and 18 seconds. The Blues right now lead Toronto 5-3, about seven and a half minutes to go in the second period. As we have been uh, discussing throughout uh, much of the show, what happened last night on Monday Night Football with uh, DeMar Hamlin. By the way, Dan Deardorff was uh, on KMOX earlier today with Tom Ackerman. We're going to replay some of that coming up in our next segment. But right now, uh, very happy to welcome on somebody who I love talking football with. Uh, He played uh, in the NFL. His name is Ed Smith. You can follow him on Twitter at Ed Smith Speaks. Ed, appreciate you taking some time. How are you? I'm doing well, Matt. Happy holidays to you, and uh, appreciate you having me back on, man. Yeah, glad to get you, and obviously we want to talk about what happened last night. Let me just kind of ask you a general question. We'll go from here. As as that whole thing is playing out, what are you thinking, watching something on the field that really hasn't happened in a really, really long time in a National Football League game? Yeah, man, I was scared, man. You know, it's one thing to – uh, you know, go down with an injury to a knee or even a concussion or neck, something like that. But to, to to watch that young man in that fashion go down, and then you know, we found out all the the, the you know the details as you know, like live right in front of us with you know them trying to revive and restart his heart on the field. That was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And you know, as a player, you know, you think back to your playing days, you know, me especially, and I'm sitting there and thinking. You know, how would I have reacted with something like that going on? And I don't have, I have no clue. That was so unprecedented, man. And it's like I said, it was just so scary to watch. And you just, you know, you feel for that young man and his family. And we just all praying, hoping that, you know, he recovers from this moving forward. To play in the NFL, and you know this a lot better than me because you did it. To play in the NFL, you need to like, be in a certain certain mental place to just go out there and put your body through what's going to happen over those three hours. You, you you almost transform yourself mentally, and then all of a sudden for that to happen, and we saw the reaction and the emotion from players. I mean, can can you even start to imagine what it would be like from going going from that mental place of being able to play an NFL game to going to a mental place of being worried that one of your teammates might not be alive anymore. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Matt. When I played, you know, because I was, you know, I'm still to this day a mild-mannered guy. And to play in the NFL, you have to, you have to take not just your body but your mind to the other side. And I used to always call it the dark side, you know, where you, you know, for three hours, it's hit or be hit, you know, and it, there's, no, there's no way, other way to play the game. So, you know, I'm just imagining myself in that instance, you know, 30 minutes before the game, you go to that other side, you, you know, you listen to music, whatever you do to get there, and then something like that happens, and it totally brings you back to reality. You know, one, the fact that it is a dangerous game, and not just, you know, limbs can be, you know, like ligaments and limbs and bones can be broken, but you can actually die out there. And that's the, the, the nature of the, you know, of, the, of the beast. You know, we play that game at speeds and at uh, collisions that, you know, a lot of people, I, I always used to tell people, imagine being in a car accident, a 50-mile-an-hour car accident, not wearing a seatbelt, going straight into a brick wall. 
And, you know, in a lot of instances, people die from those. We see it every day on our highways. And just imagine once a week for 18 weeks or 17 weeks on the season, you're putting yourself out there like that. And like I said, for, for me, to, to go to the dark side and then have it interrupted in those three hours and have to come back to reality, the, the, just the mere thought of, you know, you know, being there and witnessing that, that had to be so traumatic for a lot of guys. And you wonder how they're going to rebound from this. Some guys might not ever want to play the game after this. I'm talking about a small percentage, but you, you know, you, it brings a reality to what you're buying into each and every week. You put that uniform on and go out there on the field on a Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whatever it is. I want to be fair in how I say this, but ESPN reported last night that the NFL was trying to get players back on the field and back playing. The NFL says that's not true. I tend to believe ESPN. Some people are going to believe the NFL. But let's let's say what ESPN is saying is true. And what happened last night is that was the players who said, no, we're not going back on that field. Would have that happened in your day? Would have would have players been able to say, no, this isn't happening. We're not returning to play? That's a great question, and I, I wonder about it a little bit. Obviously, with the you know, with all we've learned about CTE, concussions, and different things about the game, you know, I played in a different era, Matt, where, you know, concussion meant, you know, smelling sauce under your nose, you know, shake the cobwebs out, and how soon can you get back on the field because we need you back out there, get out there, that type of thing. And now we've learned a whole lot. Um, would it have been different back then? I don't know. They, they might have tried to talk us out on the field because, you know, that was just a mentality back then. You know, you fast forward, obviously, obviously to today, and with everything that the NFL is kind of taking on, meaning they're constantly, the shield has taken some hits over the last bunch of years with all the things that players are now going through, uh, you know, post-career. And so they're trying to do the best at, uh, I guess, um, you know, managing the, 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 the what is going on out there. But, you know, back, I mean, I don't know. I, it's a great question because, you know, after witnessing something like that, even if it was 20 years ago, would I have had the, 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 the heart to, you know, just strap it up and get right back at it? I don't know. And I'm not sure if a lot of players and coaches, you know, you know, would be able to do it either. It's just, it's just, like I said, so unprecedented. Until you go through something the first time, obviously we have, have had instances before, but this was like the first time in this new era. So, man, I tell you what, it's, that's a great question because I don't know what player would be able to go back out there and refocus after witnessing something like that at that level. Last question for former NFL player Ed Smith, who's joining us here on Sports Open Line on KMOX. The the hit that occurred moments before he lost consciousness, and we've since learned his heart stopped. It was a play that happens over and over and over and over. There was there was nothing extreme about it. It was just a it was a very normal football play. Does that make that even more scary? It does. I you know I think back to the number of times that I was in that same position, either receiving or delivering that hit, Matt. And it, you know, and, and I guess that goes to, you know, the because both sides will have thoughts on this. One side will say, "Look, that's something that happens all the time. It was just a freak incident." 
And others will say, well, that's just how dangerous the game is because something that inconsequential could lead to more of these happenings. And I tend to, you know, lean toward the side of we just, you know, I'm like right there in the middle. We have no idea uh, what hit constitutes what level of injury and, you know, response. So it is a dangerous game. Every player out there playing it has to know that going in. I just think there's going to be many more players questioning, you know, what they're putting their bodies through. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's so scary because, like you mentioned, it was something that was just – it was an average play. It wasn't anything – we've seen 10 to 15 hits per game at least that look more violent than that one. But, you know, just in life, we, you never know. Every one of us, every day we wake up, you take on the chance of walking outside – and, and never walking back in your home for whatever reason. And this adds another element to what it means to be a professional football player in the NFL. Former NFL player Ed Smith, you follow him on Twitter at Ed Smith Speaks. His website, edsmithspeaks.com. Ed, thank you so much for your thoughts on, uh, on this situation. Next time we get you on, we'll be able to talk uh, some happier stuff. But uh, thank you for your time tonight. Sounds good, man. Happy holidays to you. Happy New Year, and I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Happy New Year, Ed. Appreciate the time. Again, at Ed Smith Speaks on Twitter, edsmithspeaks.com. If you want to check out uh, what he does from a football analyst standpoint, he's one of my favorite people to talk football and some really good thoughts from him. When we come back, we'll replay a conversation between Tom Ackerman and Dan Deardorff. Deardorff's thoughts on what happened in last night's game. We'll do that next at Sports Open Line. We continue in just a moment right here on KMOX. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Your home of the Cardinals. Arnado swings and hits it deep to left field. That ball is out of here. The Billikens. Jumper. Yes! Billikens win! The Chiefs. Touchdown! Kansas City! We are America's sports voice. KMOX. Twenty-three minutes to go with this edition of Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Keeping up, Dan, what's going on with the Blues? They are coming up on the end of the second period, and the Blues are clinging to a five-four lead. It's been a very eventful second period, to be sure. My name is Matt Pauly. If you want to join us, you can always do so by calling or texting or tweeting. If you want to call or text, the phone number. 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. If you want to tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, let's all collectively say God bless you to Matt Pajeski, sports producer extraordinaire, who just let out a sneeze here. So, Matt, the entire KMOX audience just said God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Dan Deardorff was on Total Information AM this morning with our own Tom Ackerman. And obviously the story of the day is what happened with DeMar Hamlin last night in the Bills-Bengals game. Uh, wanted to play this for you. This was uh, this was Tom's conversation this morning with Dan Deardorff. 
Now we're joined by Hall of Famer Dan Deerdorf, who uh, was on that Monday night football crew for many years. And last night, first and foremost, Dan, thank you so much for being with us on short notice. You watched your friend Joe Buck uh, navigate navigate a very difficult situation. Uh, yeah, I really did. And first of all, let me apologize if my voice breaks up. I've got a terrible cold, so oh, I'm sorry uh, to hear that. if I don't sound like myself, you sound yeah, I uh, watching. I was watching the game last night, and Joe and Troy were put in a uh, uh, a spot that it's where you really value the fact that they had a lot of experience. They, I thought they handled it with uh, uh, with the reverence and the gravity that that situation demanded. I, I thought they did a fantastic job. And, you know, um, for me, uh, last night just brought back not so good memories. I know that, um, JV Kane, uh, Bob Costas was on the air with us last night and, uh, we heard some of it this morning about, uh, the St. Louis Cardinal tight end. It is, uh, I'll ask you what uh, I just uh, brought to the forefront with Chris Pronger, your friend. Uh, It does remind us all about life, how fragile it is, and that these are human beings and and lives unfolding right in front of us. Well, J.B. Kane was immensely popular. Uh, He had suffered an Achilles tendon injury the year before. He He had rehabbed him. May have lost phone connection there with Dan. Uh, if you want to dial him back up, uh, we'll get him back on, I assure you. Let me go back to what I was just talking about. I referenced this. This is Joe Buck. Here's what we were just talking about with Dan Deardorff on the broadcast last night. It's really hard. Um, you know, it's it's hard just to, to describe it. I mean, you know, what what we all feel... You, know, you think about the Hamlin family and, and what they're all going through, that, that's the focus. But, you know, this went from a sports story to a news story, from a sporting event to a matter of life and death like that. Yeah. And there was a moment when the medical personnel was all out there, and we're standing up here, and, and unfortunately, like Lisa said, and you guys have been talking about, we've been through a lot of situations in games where we've stood up here and you're watching medical personnel uh, make sure somebody's okay down on the field and you think they're going through a, you know, a blow to the head or something along those lines. And uh, it switched. It switched quickly. Um, and it went from what is the typical everybody gather around, let's make sure this player is okay, to those who were on the field in his immediate vicinity uh, administering CPR. It happens in an instant. And joining us, rejoining us now is Dan Deardorff. And Dan, you just heard that. And also right. recalling the story of J.B. Kane. Yeah, I've got, I don't know what happened there. That's probably my phone. That's all right. Yeah, Tom, it was, uh, uh, I, w- I was talking about how popular J.B. was and how hard he had worked to come back. And, and it was training camp at Lindenwood University. And he, we were, it was a full squad practice and he ran a pass pattern and was on his way back to the huddle and, and he just collapsed. And this was, I don't know, I was no more than 20 or 25 feet away. And, and, and he just, 
he just went down and and it was so reminiscent of what happened last night uh we were all stunned and 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 because injuries are a part of the game we've all either suffered them ourselves or certainly watched someone else suffer an injury and 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 we're used to that but instantly this became something that we'd not experienced before and and I, when i saw what happened last night and i saw the look on those players faces uh i i, I turned to my wife and i said debbie i they think he's dead they they think he's died you can you could just see the how stricken they were and that is certainly how we were that night at lindenwood university uh uh they were trying to resuscitate JV. Uh, they had the paddles. Uh, when he left in the ambulance, we knew that it was terrible. And it was a, maybe an hour later that, that we got word that they were not able to revive him and, and that he was gone. And I, I can just tell you that I know I was at a stage in my life where playing football was the most important thing in the world to me at the, at the expense of virtually everything else of uh, being good at football was so important. And then guess what? At two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, groups of us walking around the campus at Lindenwood and, in, in stunned disbelief at what had happened, you know, all of a sudden football wasn't the most important thing in my life anymore. And it never changed for me. It never, I never looked back. Uh, it refocused my life to this day, uh, watching what happened to J.B. Kane. It, it was a life-altering experience for me, and I know it was for all my teammates. And I know I'm certain that it was for the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals on the field last night and continues today as DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition at UC Medical Center. Dan, thank you so much for joining us on short notice this morning on KMOX. We always appreciate you. No problem, Tom. No problem. There was Dan Deardorff speaking with Tom Ackerman earlier today right here on KMOX. Last night as the things were were playing out. At one point, there was a report that the Bills would be traveling back to Buffalo, but any player that wanted to stay back in Cincinnati was going to be allowed to do so. And then everybody ended up going to to Buffalo. There's a report that some players left the stadium last night by just Ubering to the hospital that they did because the team went on a bus. The I believe the team bus ended up or team buses plural. I believe ended up at the hospital from what I understand. I think I have that right. But some people went there by just walking out of the stadium and getting an Uber or rideshare or whatever and talked their way into the hospital. Like just what a surreal thing. And um, when we come back, I want to spend a little bit of time on the coverage from ESPN because th- there's been some criticism. There's been, I think, a lot of people applauding the job that ESPN did, and I think for the most part they deserve that applause. I think ESPN handled the situation pretty well. I don't think any of us as broadcasters would ever be expected to go into that mode and just be able to jump in and be perfect. 
Uh, the one person who I thought was as close to perfect as you could be last night was uh, Scott Van Pelt. He was really, really good once they got to his portion of the evening. But we will uh, discuss uh, some of the uh, media coverage from last night's uh, event. We'll do that in just a moment as we wrap up this edition of Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Playing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. This is Sports Open Line on America's Sports Voice. City. Just a few minutes left here in this edition of Sports Open Line. We have spent a lot of time talking about DeMar Hamlin today, and rightfully so. One of those sports stories that transcends sports. It is a, a new story as much a sports story. I did think it was interesting. There have been times where a sports story moves into a news story, and the sports reporters give way to the news reporters. Like, we're all of a sudden, if you're ESPN, you bring in the resources of an ABC News because you're all under the same umbrella. That didn't happen last night. They stuck with ESPN, I think rightfully so. I I, I don't like being in the business of criticizing other broadcasters. I, I don't do it very often. I think we all kind of have our own way of doing things, and you either like us or you don't like us, and, and you as a consumer – Get to choose who you listen to, who you watch, that sort of thing. So I don't, I don't do a lot of criticism, but I do think it's fair in this situation to kind of evaluate the way the situation was handled by ESPN. And I think for the most part, it was handled really well. Uh, starting with Joe Buck, I don't think he could have done much better. It felt like he was kind of left out to dry a little bit. I don't think he got a whole lot of help from Troy Aikman, to be perfectly honest with you. Troy just kind of went away, and when he did speak, it didn't feel like he added too much. And, man, that that really sounds like a criticism of Troy. I realize it sounds like a criticism of Troy. He's a football analyst. He's a former quarterback. Like There's there's only so many things that you're going to be able to say and be able to add in the moment. So the expectations of what you're going to get out of these guys maybe should be tempered uh, at least a little bit, but... Yeah, I don't. I don't think Troy added that much to uh, the conversation last night. The studio, the the group that's maybe received the most criticism was the the studio crew of Susie Colburn, Adam Schefter, and Booger McFarland, especially early on. Yeah, you know, they were they were clearly caught off guard. Right? There's been a lot of talk about you know them the the speculation and and things like that. Again, early on. You, you don't know what's going on. You know, if you're an Adam Schefter, your your entire job is kind of based around information gathering and using your sources and, and, and stuff like that and uh, the speculation that can go on with that. And he was in a very different world as that was happening last night. I do think that Scott Van Pelt was fantastic. And... Uh, he had Lisa Salters on for a while, and she was really good. But the entire show that they did, I think it lasted probably about an hour or so, the entire show that they did with Scott Van Pelt anchoring coverage, I thought it was the fer- perfect tone, the perfect tenor, the exact right words were used at any given moment. I give a lot of credit to Scott Van Pelt. He's a really good broadcaster, and ESPN has turned into this machine where I don't think they like to create stars. I think they like to 
create a bunch of people who are kind of the same people who you can just insert on Sports Center or whatever it might be, and then they can come and they can go, and people don't really notice. And a lot of the stars have left. Dan Patrick left. Lebatard left. Um, Kenny Mayne left. R- Rich Eisen left. Like there's there, a lot of these guys who had become really big left because I, I I don't think I think ESPN at times thinks that they're the product that the individuals aren't the product but they're the product. Scott Van Pelt's a star. He absolutely is a 100% star, and. He did such a fantastic job last night. There were a lot of people watching. I don't know. I haven't talked to a single person who was not watching last night. Like, not that it's about ratings, but I think the entire world was pretty much locked into ESPN last night. And it was the only place you could get coverage. You have to question what NFL Network was doing because they were were replaying their their biography show, whatever that's called, football life. They and I didn't realize I never went to switch to NFL Network. But if if for some reason I got I would have gotten done with ESPN, I would have gone to NFL Network to see what they were doing. And I've since learned that for the most part, they were sitting there running a football life. They weren't doing anything. I think that's a I think that's a bad 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 decision by NFL Network. Of course, they are owned by the NFL. And last night was not a good night for the NFL. They're going to be fine. They're 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 the NFL. People are going to continue to watch. But when a situation like that happens, especially coming off the heels of what just the last few years have been for that league with concussions and everything, was not a great night for uh, for the NFL to be sure. All right, that's just about going to do it for uh, this edition of the program. Tomorrow we're going to have a 13 minute show, maybe 13 minutes. Uh, as we're going to get out of here for uh, St. Louis University Billikens basketball tomorrow night. And then uh, generally tomorrow night would be our countdown to opening day show uh, with uh, Mike Claiborne and myself. We're going to scoot that back this week. We're going to run that instead coming up on Thursday night. So uh, 13-minute show tomorrow, countdown to opening day on Thursday, and then back to a standard show coming up on Friday. Thanks so much for being tuned in. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow for 13 minutes here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.